Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Sounds like you're having problems with our Tyline app. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in the last two days. We need to get you uh, in touch with the guru of all gurus, that is uh, Gary Horn. And uh, knowing him, he'll just wave his finger and everything's fixed. Just seems like (laughs) it anyway when it comes to something that's um, wrong that needs our illustrious engineer. All right, uh, Trey, what happened today? Yeah, well, um, had a teleconference with Sam Pittman, teleconference with Brian Harson, and uh, a Zoom with uh, with Sam Pittman. So those are the availabilities we got today. I don't know if there was anything that was, um, you know, too outstanding. Obviously, I guess since we talked to you last, we talked to the, the players and stuff. KJ says he's feeling good after not throwing the ball last week. And uh, he said his shoulder was a little tight uh, when he got out and started throwing for the first time, but that's loosened up. And Sam Pittman says he looks good throwing the ball. Um, you know, I asked Sam about uh, just capitalizing capitalizing on mistakes. That's something that I always talk about. And Auburn's, Auburn is going to make some mistakes in this game. They're going to give Arkansas opportunities. And, you know, we can flash back to the, the Mississippi State game where there were four and really three interceptions that I felt – really probably should have been caught, including two of the end zone, things that changed the momentum of the game, and uh, Arkansas didn't get it done. Auburn is going to give Arkansas opportunities. Ashford is not that good a quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to force some balls. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, his feel for the game just doesn't seem to be right there. Uh, to me, he seems more like an athlete back there trying to be a quarterback. He's going to give them opportunities, and they have to capitalize, not only intercept them, but, you know, score or you know, recover fumbles and score. If the referees will uh, will rule things as fumbles, they don't tend to do that against <laughs> Auburn, as we noted yesterday. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, capitalize on those on those mistakes. That was something we kind of started off talking about, and also for the defense getting confident. Sam said, "You know, the, I'd be lying to you." He always says, "I'll be on. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'd be lying yeah. to you if I told you this was a confident group." And, you know, it'd be great for the offense, obviously, to get off to a fast start. But the offense is going to be, in my opinion, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, whether they get off to a fast start or not, they'll eventually find their groove. The defense, on the other hand, could really use something good happening. The last time uh, Mississippi State, I mentioned, you know, the, the turnovers, the opportunities they had. But I just did not like their body language on defense. Um, they're getting a lot of guys back, everybody that we're expecting to come back. Sounds like they're going to be back, and that's especially big in the secondary, but that's the secondary that also gave up over 300 yards to Cincinnati, over 300 yards to South Carolina, and over 300 yards to uh, Missouri State. Uh, and they were healthier. I mean, you just think about the injuries that they've had. You know, guys that were entering the season, I don't know if Ladarius Bishop was considered a starter, but I think had he been healthy, probably would have been considered a starter. And, you know, you lose him in Catalan. By week one, Miles Slusher's been out more than he's been in. Um, you know, and he, so those are all guys that were starters for you. And then some of your guys that have filled in as starters, uh, Jaden Johnson, or Jaden Johnson was a starter. He was a starter right out of the gate, too. 
uh, in the three two six. He's another guy that's missing obviously some time. But then the guys that have filled in, um, you know, Latavius Breeny has had the ankle issue. Uh, Kari Johnson's missed time. Um, Malik Chavis has, you know, missed time. Obviously, uh, had to come out early in the BYU game. So they've just been really beat up in the secondary. But at the same time, when they've been healthy, it's not like they've been, uh, you know, super great. Although I do think Miles Slusher getting him back is uh, a guy that can really make some big plays for you. He kind of struggled a little bit in this game last year, uh, you know, right out of the gate. He was – felt like this was the first game he was really being relied heavily upon. I think he gave up a long touchdown uh, really early in the game. But I just think back to that Texas A&M game when he finally got back out there and, and was involved in three third-down stops in the first quarter. Um, so, yeah, I mean – about getting healthy, getting some other guys back on offense. But really, I think that defense is uh, is a big thing, and and just you know getting some get some confidence going. So I would say that's probably the the main stuff that came out of today, and you know stuff that we've probably been talking about all week. Don't you think the offensive line's success in blocking at BYU, and then the success they've had most of the year, and the fact that Auburn's had a hard time stopping the run. Ought to give Arkansas confidence they can move the ball against the Tigers. Auburn's given up 204 rushing yards a game. It's last in the SEC. And, yeah, Arkansas has been blocking well. Now, it's interesting to me that BYU game you bring up. Before the season started, this was the – who scheduled this? This is the worst possible spot (laughs) for Arkansas to play a game. And now you look at it, it's like, man, that's exactly what they needed. (laughs) They needed a trip like that. Stepping out of conference, go get you know play against an opponent that uh, you know has a good program, but I think personnel-wise, Arkansas was clearly better than them. I think that showed up uh, just watching the two teams play before they ever met, uh, and then you get a bye week. So it feels like that was the right dose of medicine for them. And Arkansas should be able to run on Auburn. They, as you mentioned, they've given up a lot. Ole Miss ran for 448 yards. Jackson Dart went over 100 yards. Uh, two of their running backs went over 100 yards. Um, Arkansas should be able to have success against Auburn in that regard, too. Now, they're, they've had a bye week, too. They have used that to get healthy and probably reformulate some things. And I'll, I'll be honest, too, uh, just like Sam Pittman, I'll be honest with you. Um, for Auburn, they've got some good players on that team. Obviously, they've recruited really well. Uh, there's a lot of turmoil with that program right now. It feels like it's headed in a uh, direction that, there's no stopping it, what's going to happen at the end of the season. Uh, but to me, a lot of their problems, and that includes the defense too, would be, you know, a lot better shape if they had a quarterback. They just they just don't have good quarterback play. And that's well, they sent him to a Oregon. Big part they, of their they problem. ran him out of town. That, <laughs> yeah, they, they traded Bo Nix for uh, Robbie Ashford, uh, who was at Auburn, <laughs> or excuse me, who was at, at Oregon and came down here. So. But they started the season with T.J. Finley, who's I, I just haven't been that impressed with, uh, you know, in his career even when he was at LSU, and uh, you know now they've got Ashford going, who's really just kind of seems like an athlete going. I I don't always think that he has really good body language either, um, you know, and and that affects the whole team. It affects the defense as well. So that's I mean we can talk about a lot of the problems that Auburn has, but man, if they just had a quarterback, uh, they'd be a lot better. And you know we can also look at them and you know they've lost four games. Every single one of the teams that they've lost to are ranked in the AP Top 25, mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. the top 20. Penn State, LSU, uh, Ole Miss, and who's the other one? One other I'm missing. 
Ole Miss, LSU, What's Penn State, another and conference, Georgia. Another conference game. Yeah, yeah Georgia. Georgia. Right. Yeah, Georgia. They, so, but at the same time, I mean, they got completely ran out of the building against Penn State. I thought, you know, you can't compare matchups like that, but – I mean, I thought Arkansas pretty well overmatched Penn State in the Outback Bowl. Again, you mm-hmm. can't compare. It's a different team, different year and all that stuff. But, um, you know, they got ran out of the building there, and they, they gave up a ton of rushing yards to Ole Miss. Played LSU pretty tough. That was at Auburn. And, uh, yeah, Georgia just uh, – Georgia was Georgia. They ran, they ran them out of the stadium. Like yeah. Did, yeah. I don't know if this was addressed in what you, uh, what you heard in the conversation with Brian Harson, but did you read the story or hear the story – that basically he's not redshirting anybody. There are some players that have asked to be redshirted, and he figures they want to be redshirted so they'll keep their year of eligibility in the transfer portal. So he's telling them, no, if, if you want to transfer, transfer now. Can, can you imagine having players that are already openly talking about, I want a redshirt so I can leave, but they're still on the team? That's that's strange, isn't it? Harson, Harson is a tough interview. He was asked about that, and – just kind of skirted it, you know. He was um, somebody asked him about it. It was an SI or something, and yeah. he said, uh, and, he, and the reporter said, "Are you familiar with the, that report? You get, are you familiar? Are you? What do you have to say about the report?" He said, "I'm not familiar with that report." You know, he didn't really answer the question. He said he's not familiar with the the report about it, uh, and had some. I mean, usually they go for ten minutes on the SEC teleconference. He was asked a question with like eight something left, and went another. Like he went like five more minutes just talking about. I don't even know. I transcribed it. I'm like, what am I? Why am I even transcribing this? I'm not even going to use any of it. It's just a bunch of four minutes worth of coach speak. But he went way over his time limit doing that. Uh, I don't know. It just it just feels like a matter. I mean, it obviously feels like a matter of time uh, before they make a change at Auburn. But uh, it certainly, just seems to have some weird policies and and just seems like a weird fit overall. Let's uh, talk with Lewis. Lewis, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I sure do. How you doing, Randy? Rick and Trey. What's up, buddy? Great. Oh, not much. Hey, uh, Trey, I, I got I got a, a comment if you don't mind. I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. The, the, the Arkansas the Arkansas team that I want to see from this point on is the team that showed up against South Carolina and Cincinnati and for the most part against Missouri State. And that's on defense I'm talking about, and that's being aggressive. Now, I know I know we gave up, you know, like you made a good point a while ago, we gave up 300 yards on both of those, and I'm, I'm not sure what we gave up on Missouri State, but we still won those games. And so so I would like to see that team come back because we created turnovers, we, we got quarterback sacks, we got quarterback hurries, and to me – that's when we were playing the best is when we were being aggressive on defense. The seems like the last few games we've been kind of laying back and it's kind of hurt us a little bit. So I just wanted to get your opinion on it and see what you thought. Yeah, they were making, made some big plays, you, uh, gave up some big plays. And that's what happens when you roll the dice. Sometimes you're just going to give up big plays. So they gave up a lot of passing yards, um, but still put them in a lot of, you know, long down situations, third and long. However, when it was time to sit back and, you know, take care of business in a third and 15, they also gave up the third and 15 and did have done that a number right. of times this season too. I mean, how many times we see them give up third and long or second and really long uh, this season? I think with Ashford, you pressure the guy. Um, 
whether you want to bring a three-man front or whatever, but just make sure you're bringing pressure with the linebackers and corner blitz or, or whatever you're doing, safeties. Just make sure you're bringing pressure. Um, and then at the same time, show pressure and back off. Um, I just I think that you can really uh, rattle that guy and force him to make some bad decisions. I mean, that's what he's, he's been doing all year. Let's talk with uh, Justin. Justin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do, guys. I was just going to check with you, uh, kind of a somewhat of an injury report. We hadn't uh, hadn't mentioned Catalan in a while. I'm just kind of curious right now, kind of what his day to day is, uh, and just a, kind of an update on him. I hadn't heard anything in a while, and uh, just wanted to hear you touch base on that. I appreciate it. There's still there's still just not an answer. I mean, I don't know that Jalen knows. Uh, I know people that are very close with him and and see him every day, talk to him all the time. But it's just there's not any there's just not any answer right now. It's a it's an incredibly difficult situation. I mean, I don't know that there's a right answer for what he needs to do for his future, whether it's return to Arkansas or um, you know try his hand in the NFL or. Or, or what the situation is. Uh, but I hope he gets it figured out and makes the right decision for himself. Oh, absolutely. Well, the main thing right now, Trey, I think, uh, hopefully at least by this point, he's better, he's okay mentally because, I mean, you you put everything into your rehab, your recovery, and then you get out there in the first game and boom, uh, yep. your season lost. So I, I hope emotionally, uh, mentally, that um, he's he's back okay, because I've seen him on a couple of commercials, and that's a smiling face. I, I I wonder how much he's smiled lately, which really that's not that's not necessarily meaning he's unhappy just because he's not smiling. But uh, yeah, I'd like to get him back on the road uh, to recovery, and then it will be a difficult decision. Um, down the line. Uh, Trey, if I told you that CBS Sports has Arkansas projected to go to the Gator Bowl to take on Notre Dame on, uh, let's see, December the 30th, Jacksonville, Florida, at 2.30, would you take it right now? Well, you can get a nine-win team in the Gator Bowl. At this point, yeah, I might say I would take it. I mean, it's it's not a bad bowl game at all. Um, it's in Florida in warm conditions, and that doesn't mean anything as far as your record is determined. I mean, that bowl's kind of lumped in with a bunch of other bowls. Um, so, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. If I mean – I mean, obviously, you, you hope for something more, but I, I kind of feel like Arkansas needed to probably not drop more than, you know, three games overall. If they finish this thing out 4-1, and one, that would be a pretty solid finish. It would be about what they did last year, obviously. Um, and I'd hate to say I'm taking a lot. I think if they win nine, maybe they could get up in the better bowl. I'm not, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> I'd take it in a second. I'd take it in a second. I'll tell you why. Hey, Arkansas has to, to me, Arkansas has to beat Auburn to make sure they go to a bowl. 
If they don't win this yep. game Saturday, there's no That's guarantee they're going to win two. Take the deal. So I, yeah. I'd take it right now, even if you win nine, because LSU's better than they were last year. Ole Miss is as good or better than they were last year. And Liberty is really good. So I'd be, I'd take it right now. Wouldn't You don't think that's a good idea? I'm on the you fence could... about it, but I'm leaning to no. Okay. I thought you we'll were going to take, we'll take it back. I thought you were going to flip flop again. I talked myself out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk to Stanley. Stanley, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Uh, good show so far. I know you're up against it. I was going to ask you about Dorian Carter. Is he ready? I'll hang out and listen. I think you meant Dorian Gerald. Assuming Gerald. he means Dorian Gerald, yeah. Uh, Dorian's played. He hasn't played a whole lot. Uh, well, he may be talking about Dorian guys. Carter. He may be talking oh, about Oh, yeah. He combined two people. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I okay. think that's who he's talking yeah. about. So we, we addressed Dorian Gerald, if that's who he was talking about. And Dorian Carter, we're thinking last two games at best. I'm thinking bowl game. Yeah, that's, that's probably bowl game as a realistic best-case scenario last two games. Yeah. yeah. Dream about uh, for, two, for two games, but realistically I think the bowl would be the best answer there. Um, Trey, the other question I had concerning the lead-up to this Auburn game is do you feel like there is any kind of – of, I shouldn't say carryover, uh, but any doubt, I guess that maybe is the word. They're probably not going to agree to it. They doubt that they have the inability, but I, I do think, especially going back to Auburn, sometimes you question whether or not you're snake bit at a, at a particular place. Yeah, or against the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been since 2012. I mean, I can remember that. I gave Arkansas – basically zero chance of winning that game. I remember being down there um, for that one. And, uh, I mean, Arkansas, was it was 2012 post-motorcycle. I mean, uh, and uh, that was just one of the more improbable wins I think I've seen. Uh, so it's been a long time. I mean, it, and it's not just at Jordan-Hare Stadium. It's also in Fayetteville. Um, you look at last year's game. I was going back. I was looking for that 2020 uh, video and I found you know some of the calls from last year's game, some of the the pass interference flags that went against Arkansas in really key moments, some of the uh, a phantom holding call um, on a first down that Arkansas got that was important. Um, you know the fumble that Deshaun Stewart forced that was ruled uh, for progress stopped. I mean there were some really questionable ones last year too. I mean there's I can think of three fumbles that just stick out in my head from Auburn games that were just totally change the side of the game. Do you have to have officials? Ne- never mind. All right, Trey. Yep. We will talk with you tomorrow. This is Trey Biddy of HawkSports.com. Be brought to you by Azure Record Service Company.